0: Welcome to another episode of Social PR Secrets. My name is Lisa Bayer and I will be your host. Today's guest is Kim Bij. Kim is a Pinterest expert, and we talk all about how to optimize and use Pinterest for public relations and more. Enjoy the episode with Kim, and namaste.
1: All right, welcome everyone to The Digital Dish. I'm Kathy Hackle, one of the co-hosts. Um, I am the Hispanic marketing evangelist for Boom Social, so I work with Kim Garst, and I also do my own consulting, and I speak at several, um, I speak about live videos, start to speak about Snapchat, I love social media, uh, and I'm joined here by my co-host, Lisa Byer, and I'll let you introduce yourself, and then I'll introduce our amazing guest that I'm super pumped about, so...
0: I'm Lisa Beyer. I'm the author of Social PR Secrets. I also do consulting and I teach a social media management class at UF. And I'm super excited to
1: um, talk about Pinterest today. I know. I'm super excited to have the amazing Kim Vidge from Ed Educator Spin on. Woohoo! And Kim, I actually met Kim by chance because of mommy friends. Because <laughs> we world. Both, were we're world because we both live in Gainesville, Florida. No way. You're in, so, you're in Gainesville too. Go, okay. Gators. go Gators. <laughs> Yeah, right. I can't really do my full-blown chomp Aww. here, but uh, go Gators. <laughs> Can um, we
0: please meet at Burrito Brothers for lunch sometime when I come up?
2: We,
1: we, should, we should go talk Pinterest. And Kim is a Pinterest powerhouse. She doesn't talk about it that much, but she is a Pinterest powerhouse. She's got an amazing following. She is one of those people that brands go to, that people consult with to learn how to use Pinterest. Um, she is fantastic Uh, she's an educator as well Mm -hmm. and she has an upcoming book that's uh, you can pre-order on Amazon right now so Kim is just fantastic Kim if you want to kind of introduce yourself (laughs) if I forgot anything because you're a fantastic
2: because there's like uh, multiple hats I love to wear I am Kim Vidge I blog at the educators spin on it it's a site for parents and teachers which inspired our Pinterest boards Um, And honestly, even our book, we tested a lot of stuff for our upcoming book, which is called 100 Fun and Easy Learning Games for Kids. So if you do peek at our boards, it it is all kids and parenting. Um, But I do consult with lots of brands behind the scenes. After we built our account up to, we're almost at 1.6 million right now followers. A lot of people say, how do you do that? And I kind of got that teacher bug back again after teaching kindergarten for so many years. And now I teach people about Pinterest. Um, So it's pretty fun.
0: Awesome. Yeah. I looked at your Pinterest account and profile. I'm like, whoa, this is awesome. She has to, you have to spill all the Pinterest PR secrets that we Mm. can take back and you're willing to to share with us. Sure.
2: And I think we're all learning every day. Like literally, I think Pinterest is learning as well. Like it's becoming this whole other thing many years later. So that's pretty cool to see it
1: grow and change. And Kim knows Peg Fitzpatrick, because at Lisa knows Peg too. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. She
0: we I interviewed her for my class at UF and I was gonna say maybe I can we can talk later and I can do an interview f- with you for my class for for the fall. I'm already planning fall. Even though <laughs> we just got done with finals. I'm like, I don't wanna talk about class or
1: anything <laughs> like that. I'm like, it, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> <You're> like, <laughs> exhale. Yeah. Kim is very knowledgeable about Pinterest, and I have to be honest, I am not, like, I'm one of those moms <laughs> that's not necessarily on Pinterest, because all my mommy friends are like Pinterest obsessed. I'm, I don't really play there that much, but I know the value of what an amazing platform it is for driving traffic, for sales, for everything, marketing. So, um, yeah, so maybe we can start talking a little bit about Kim. Where Where is the platform at right now? Because there's been a lot of changes. I saw that the lead designer of Xbox have I saw that today. today I'm
2: like, that's crazy. So they are acquiring many, many talented programmers. And I'll say I'm not as geeky as I'd like to be to know that kind of data. But anytime you want to know what's the most latest article published about Pinterest, um, Kelly Lieberman and I host Pin Chat. So if you ever look up the hashtag PinChat, we have been reading every article possible um, to share with you guys to, to really find out. I think where they are right now, um, is really working quite a bit on making it a platform that's a visual catalog for brands and with the introduction of viable pins. Now you can purchase items that you see within Pinterest and they added the little scope so that in a pin, if you happen to go, ooh, that's a really cool light, you can now, you know, highlight it and it'll pull up similar items that relate to that, which I think is huge. And I think If bloggers are smart, they're going to start pinning things that relate into their sites and work off into affiliate programs and that kind of stuff to help monetize what they do. Because if they're like me, I started many years ago. I didn't have a brand, a product that I was marketing. It really was ideas that I was marketing, which in retrospect, I wish it was different (laughs) with that many followers. But um, you grow and change and you learn. And I think a lot of brands now are realizing they wish they would have started a couple years ago building that platform. And so that's what I'm seeing a lot now in the conferences I speak at is we're not there, but we know we need to be there. Let's get on there. What is our plan? And so with the introduction of um, promoted pins, which was last year, a lot of brands are starting to now really test those out. They're available to anyone if you have a business account on Pinterest. they have their own team that works with the more money players in the world. Okay. I'm not one of them. So I just want to say, like, wherever your budget is with your marketing plan, there is something available for you to be able to play the game on Pinterest. I have a question for you or kind
0: of an observation. I'd like to hear your thoughts on it. So it seems like, I mean, with Facebook, it's obviously you know, organic is dead, but it, with Pinterest, I really feel like organic is still a huge opportunity. And and what do you what are your thoughts on that? How
2: long will I, it last? I, you know, because <laughs> the platform is built on search, mm-hmm. your pens will always be searchable. Mm-hmm. It's did you get the keywords proper <laughs> so that when they type in whatever, it's showing up. And now they're scanning your images as well. So when I type in, you know, can't think of a word right now. Did your image get ranked for that keyword as well? So I think those are really important. And a lot of us will tell you things that perform well are probably things I pinned three years ago, two years ago. It's eternal. It keeps going on and on. So I think that's why it's really worth spending time and getting those really, really quality images and spending time getting those pins out there regularly, consistently, daily, and there's schedules to do that with um but if you're playing over there you don't necessarily have to spend advertising dollars there now if you want to get there faster that's definitely you know the route to go um some of the words i've heard though is that a pin that's already done well will do far better when you promote it so you almost have to play a little bit that even before sense. you want to jump into that advertising game which i think is important to know especially if you're brand new trying to figure it all out my my gut is figure it all out and then start putting some money into promoting things.
0: What are some tips that you can give us on optimizing in the key you, you had mentioned keywords? And I, I right. know how important that is. And um, I think that's one thing that is easy to skip over because it's like, oh, we pinned that or somebody's already pinning that.
2: But how how do you how can you take right. it to
0: the next level and really bridge the two?
2: You know, I like to tell people your Pinterest accounts would work very much like your website does in terms of the words that you want to be known for. Frankly, because Pinterest has such a clout to it in search, you might show up first on Pinterest before you show up on your own website on those words. So I think it's really important. And the places to figure out those words and where they go, first thing is your bio. Tell them right off the bat what you're all about with those keywords, very much in conversation style, um, but still have those in there. The second place is your board titles. Um, Pinterest kind of tells you how they search for things if you just look at their categories. And now with their interest tabs at the very top, you kind of already know how they're sorting and classifying their data. So play with those words and and see which one has more popularity simply by using their search bar and searching what shows up first. The things in the first few rows, those are the most popular. So you kind of have to play with those words and see if you can jump in with that gang. Or do you need to go a little bit lower and and build a platform there first and then build it up just like you would with a website? Um, The next place would be your board description that's a key place. Um, making sure that you describe every board that you create and also categorize it. A lot of people have missed that. Whenever I go back into accounts and they ask me to fix things up again and optimize them, they didn't a categorize a board. Um, and the problem is if you ever create a board on the go <laughs> on your mobile phone, it actually doesn't give you the option to categorize it. So a lot oh, of us wow. on the go, we're quickly creating boards and didn't realize we kind of skipped that portion. And my little tip is maybe play in a couple categories. Um, mm-hmm. You never know what might help you show up quicker than the other because for education, I have um, kids and parenting and I have family, but then I play a little bit with other words like you know, recipes and technology because those are things that you do with kids too. Um, mm-hmm. So those are important. So you've got your board title, your board description, and then key your key descriptions on your pins. Um, keeping it conversation style still. Avoiding hashtags, um, they really don't. And that's so hard. Well.
1: Like my mentality oh. is like hashtag right there, you know. Yeah.
0: <laughs> <laughs> so I think we're losing Kim. Hold on, Kim.
1: We, I think we're losing your connection.
0: It looks like it's coming back Okay. a little bit. Mm.
1: Why don't you, why don't you come out and then come back in or refresh? That should work. Yeah. Cause we can see you, it, but it's pixelated. So, mm-hmm. okay. Oh, there. Oh. Okay. Well, she, she, we she comes come, she's coming yeah. back in. That's good. Yeah,
0: what she was saying, though, Kathy, I I see so many brands not putting any descriptions on the boards at all. Wow. And so, I mean, it just, to me, it's like, okay, then if you're going to do Pinterest, there's a huge opportunity because so many brands are just kind of doing things on the fly. We'll make this Mm -hmm. board, but then it's just the title and not the description and optimization is lost. here. And they're
1: losing an opportunity. I mean, that's prime real estate, you know? So Definitely. Sorry about that. There you are. I'm all hardwired and everything, so I'm not sure what okay. happened.
2: My apologies.
1: Can you hear no, me? Um, yep. We can You're hear good. you. And it, it happens with Blab. There'll be technical, yeah. technical difficulties. I mean, we've had to jump <laughs> it's
0: in.
2: Not now, but... It's not you. It's not you. It's always me, gonna... though. If you
1: guys find <laughs> always on live, it drops. I hate it.
2: Um, I don't remember where I was other than keep... Well, you were just giving oh, us the hashtags. tips on the optimization. and Oh, hashtags, right? Hashtag, hashtags. I was Definitely, about hashtag. Yeah, I'm like Pinterest themselves in a couple presentations. Just say no. Kind of Just don't. No <laughs> okay, yeah, so don't what, use them, but your your description should definitely have some of those words that you're hoping to be able to show up for in insert and you know again, using Pinterest search bar and kind of doing some research yourself, you can figure out what are more popular terms that are already being used on their platform.
1: If, how long should people pin, and like what tools do you use to do your pins? Right. Like, that's one of my main my, one of my biggest questions.
2: Well, I, I think it's everyone's question, right? <laughs>
1: if we all knew the answer,
2: we'd do really well. I don't think there's a solid everyone can do this kind of answer. I think it depends on the industry you're in, the content that you're sharing, um, almost like in Twitter too. Like some things just don't always get, sometimes you're like batting the head over the hat, Like it's just too much. But um, I want to say who did a really great article. I'll have to remember it and I'll share it in the bob later. For me, I recommend at least being there daily, at least getting 10 pins on your account. Like, if that's the minimum you do, let's get you there. There are some bloggers and brands that have far more than that. It works for some and it doesn't work for others. So, like, I can't give you that definite, definite answer. I tend to go on kind of sprees of content. Um, So, one day you might see a lot more than others, but if I find myself kind of over discovering things, I just start to schedule them out or throw them onto a secret board so I can pin throughout the week and not basically spam my followers with, you know, maybe they're really not planning a unicorn birthday party and don't really care about that stuff. You know, like (laughs) sometimes it might be of interest to you, but not necessarily to them. Um, And that's a great tip for balancing personal and your business in one account. I have a whole bunch of secret accounts or boards that I use for me, but no one else sees them. And I often do a lot of pre-planning for campaigns on there or if I work with a brand on Pinterest, we actually have everything already laid out on that secret board before it ever starts so that I can see where they're coming from and they can see where I'm coming from. And I think that's a great tip um, if you ever are working with a brand or co-partnering with somebody on a board for a specific campaign, which is a great tip. I will say that working with influencers on Pinterest.
0: Are there certain size pictures or types of images or visuals that work better than others? Like what are some do's and don'ts with actual visuals? Mm-hmm.
2: Definitely, you're going to want to go for the long vertical pin um, on your account. Mm-hmm. If you notice, Pinterest themselves don't even have that on their blog and it drives me crazy. Why? Because it shows that better on mobile and most of the users are using their phone to use Pinterest. It's really just owning that marketing space. Um, you know, there was kind of a standard size of 700 by a thousand. It's actually gotten a little bit s- slightly altered recently. So you can go a little smaller than that. Um, I think it's one by three by eight is the recent ratio they released to some of their business partners. Um, I wish I had articles ready to share with you guys. I didn't do that. So my apologies. Can you
1: use Canva like for the Pinterest? I, for Pinterest like yeah. I'm like, yeah. Canva has
2: a preset. Oh, fantastic! Interest layout, actually multiple layouts. Um, they were actually our guests last week on Pinchad. So, oh wow, tips uh, yeah. But yeah, Canva, I think, is one of my. If you have a blog that doesn't necessarily have visual content naturally into it, that's my go-to spot that I send clients. They have graphics, they're a dollar. You play with them with oh, their, wow. a few little text overlays, and it looks like a professional did it If that's not in your budget for the time, you know, to hire a graphic designer for your business. And I'll have to say, I think Pinterest kind of made it possible where if you're a one man show in the business that you do, it's a great place to be able to create visual content and market it out there without having to spend a lot of money. Um, I'm a Canva addict. I totally (laughs) have
0: been, I've been hooked since day one and I sign it to my class and I recommend it to all my clients. You're, I mean, it's just, it makes you, it gives you the power to be creative and visual, even if you don't have Mm -hmm. the talent. Definitely. Yeah. Um,
2: I do use, because I do my own photos, I do use PicMonkey, too, um, because yeah. there are times I have to edit out some things that I didn't necessarily plan to be there in the photo, and I, that's not my background. I, I'm not um, talented. I probably, if I took the time in Photoshop, you know, a typical um, editor could be able to work with. I just haven't taken the time to do that, so I can get away with what I do with PicMonkey and Canva, and there's a few others out there, too. Um, and honestly, even some of those great apps that you can edit your Instagram photos with work well into creating now pinnable images because you can pin from Instagram. That's Mm -hmm. pretty cool. If you're a more active user, you know, you can start throwing people to your Instagram account through Pinterest. Um, I know other tools, schedulers, you know, here I'm telling you to be there every single day and pinning all times of the day. Um, You know, and that's one thing, keep in mind, time zones vary, so know where your readers are and know when they'd most likely be looking at the computer. Although they say their smart feed, you know, throws things a little bit in terms of it's not always live pinning in front of you, I definitely say why not, if you can, already put stuff out there at that time. Um, So Tailwind is one of my favorites to use for scheduling. It comes with analytics as well. Pinterest for business has its own analytics, but I I, I love the analytics that they provide. And they're now um, working on Instagram as well. So you can kind of do both of those platforms. Um, and there's a few does, more. Tailwind does Instagram now? They do, Ooh, yeah. That's yeah. great. <laughs> um, yeah, and they integrate with their Google Analytics too. So it's just overall a great analytic tool. Um, and then we've got board booster, which is not using Pinterest API, but it is available to you and viral tag. And there's a couple other curulate, um, Picora. So there's different tools, I think based on the budget that you have too. So that's important to know, but definitely scheduling it out. You can create a whole marketing campaign for your season by scheduling something out. And then you have time to do more of search. Cause I think the most successful accounts aren't all about them. It's about the concept that they believe they're experts in. So you kind of have to, you know, be that voice of whatever particular topic your business is about. Hey, got a little one coming by.
1: (laughs) It's okay. We're moms. We're all good. And (laughs) Nava did have a question. She said, do the amount of people who pinned your pin make it better in search?
2: Yeah, your repins will help you show up better in search. Yeah,
1: Mm -hmm.
2: definitely. Um, And one little tip, sometimes I don't even... When I search and I look what's being pinned from my website, if someone else has pinned something from my site and it's doing really well, I'll pin that for them. You know, just it, it's already got that good viral you know movement to it. So I want to continue it to go. Yeah. One of the things that I noticed, Kim, is that
0: brands that let's say they don't have the resources to create a, a Pinterest account and manage a, a Pinterest profile. Mm-hmm. Um, One of the things that, you know, we tell them is, look, if your Pinterest strategy is anything, just make sure your website is as optimized for Pinterest as possible to let the users do the work for you. So what are some tips speaking to that? So what can brands Mm -hmm. do if they don't have time to actually manage a Pinterest account? What can I say? To... That
2: the most successful thing you can do is have people pinning for you for free. Like then you're not spending any energy. <laughs> there, <right? laughs> um, to optimize your site, I mean, I think graphics are everything. Having that pin so they don't have to forget what they just read or a project they just saw or a product they just saw. Having those calls to action, whether it's, I have you know a plugin. Social warfare is a warfare is a great oh, yeah. plugin to use on your site. If you don't necessarily always have pinnable size images on your site, you can actually upload an image directly to that platform, and then your users will be able to use that. So that's pretty cool. Um, Even just telling people you're on Pinterest, so making sure along with all your social icons that's there, you can embed a board either, you know, anywhere on your site directly from Pinterest code. So people, you know, like to have it on their right sidebar. I put mine at the bottom of posts in topics that I don't necessarily feel I'm an expert in writing about on my site, but know that my community is probably interested in it. So I think that's important too, is I can create a huge amount of contrast content on a Pinterest board that I know I'll probably never write about, but I'm attracting readers that way. So I might write one every once in a while, but then pull them in, you know, through those pins. So I think that's important to know. I'm trying to think what else you can do on your site. Having your images, those long vertebrae is, is an option. One of the toy companies I write for, Melissa and Doug, I, I love Zena. Oh, I love them. I love and Doug. <laughs> Zena from Let's Last Side of the Moon, um, she came up with uh, Like It, Pin It. It's just a simple call to action oh. on the post. It's very it's sitting at the bottom of the articles, but I feel like it's a total, just a reminder, don't forget this, pin it for me. So some sort of verbiage that is that call to action that take this mm. and pin it. We don't want you to forget about this great idea. Um, I've seen brands, you know, create a board that's inspired by this line and that kind of stuff, I think, is an idea, too, because um, you're wanting them to, to make them take it over there to Pinterest and even create a board. I think the best um, I don't know compliment is if someone creates a board based off of your brand's name you know, mm-hmm. then it's kind of like, they know you're an avid fan and that's great because that means <laughs> if that's all they're doing is putting your content there. When, when somebody types your name, you'll show up and then all their boards will follow up underneath.
1: So is there a Kim Vidge board? Like, do people have Kim Vidge boards? I'm sure that no one has <laughs> on
0: them.
1: I bet they do. I bet they do. Create where you're a professional. I
2: keep all my work samples there on a board labeled after me. Oh, afternoon. that's fantastic. Kind of a visual, um, resume that I can share with brands, and mm-hmm. they'd like to know what my work looks like. Um, and the other thing is people might not remember your website. If maybe you're a blogger, mine gets a little mangled. It's the educator spin on it. But because on Twitter, I'm educator spin, it gets cut off. Mm-hmm. So I have a board, and I definitely recommend everyone have a board labeled after your business name or blog's name. Um, again, you're just trying to show up and search quicker. Um,
1: And what brands are you seeing that are rocking it? I mean, I always love hearing about what brands. I know you asked that question. and I wish I would have had more hours to search and search and search. (laughs) Well, what are your favorites? Maybe what are some of your favorites?
2: Yeah, Um, I will say I just spent some time out at Social Media Marketing World, and I was there with Tori, who manages the Grommets account. I love Mm -hmm. watching how they're able to integrate what they do on their website and testing products and then which ones get promoted. So definitely, she not only has her own blog, but then works that account. So that would be one I would highly recommend looking at. Target always inspires me with their boards. Mm-hmm. At Christmas time, I love seeing they were using some of the cinematic pins that Pinterest creates um, with a marketing team. It's all, you know, when you've got the bigger budgets, so you can do cool things. Um, they rocked it. I, I really enjoyed looking at what they were doing. I love in Starbucks. The, yeah, I was like, you have got the coffee stores. brands. Yeah. But there's even, you know, there's universities who are doing well now. I know that was one of the questions, too, is oh. there's so many different ways now that we can create a presence online without necessarily managing a website, and that's what you can use Pinterest for if you're not a, a site that's going to always create content over and over again. You can be inspiring them with building that community um, through your boards, and none, of course, are popping into my mind right now. I will will keep thinking, um, but, you know, Pottery Barn and, and those kind of things yeah. for kids, I love watching how they integrate their brand but then they put in again they're an expert in childhood they're an expert in you know kids play and so they not you should be able to definitely when you open accounts see you but you need to be the voice of that thing you're most passionate about too Mm -hmm. at the same time so it's important to integrate what I love
0: about Pinterest, and I interviewed the social media strategist for BuzzFeed for my class, and mm-hmm. he shared with us that Pinterest is the number two source of traffic to BuzzFeed. Huge for them. Um, wow. Yeah, yes, number two. So um, as far as just using it for storytelling and, and gaining, you know, pulling people from Pinterest to your, your mm-hmm. website or your blog, it could be huge. It is huge. It is right. huge.
2: Um, another person I'd look at is Asher Collier manages the Pinterest account for Constant Contact. I oh, love, yeah. she's, I've known her for a couple of years now, again, met at Social Media Marketing World, and the ability to take business content and make it visual and inviting and have people going there all the time is huge. So that would, I would say, if this is the field you're in is PR and marketing, that would be one of the boards I would look at. She's always putting great content there. And in such a fun way, like she's got some funny boards and a quote board and that kind of stuff, too, to show how you can show your brand's personality also. Um, So I think that's pretty cool to be able to see that. The feedback I get from
0: my clients being in the PR world when you're we're recommending Pinterest and creating boards is, you know, they struggle with sharing content from other Mm -hmm boards because they want to only share their own content. We're like, okay, this is, that's really not the best strategy. So right. what do you say to that? What's your yeah. answer to that?
2: It's a hard question, right? Because yeah. we're there, we want to market our brand and not talk about anybody else. But I, uh, I mean, how do you, like, how you, I do you
0: decide who, to, who else to pin? You know, your... I
2: look at it as if you read something and you go, I should have written that. <laughs> mm-hmm. Your community wishes they could read that. So those are kind of the ones that you have to go, am I going to write it now that they wrote? Probably not. you know. And then that's the things you pin. Um, definitely, if they're hitting target areas that are totally different from yours, but in the same kind of niche, I think that's something that you can do. There's there's ways to play with brands. If you find there's a brand that you're retweeting a lot, um, then that's probably somebody you could have pinnable content from, or maybe you're sharing their posts a lot on Facebook you know, like if you've already comfortably felt like in other social platforms that yeah. you could do that, that's probably who you're pinning from. Um, it, it is that catch-22 though. It, it, it is a hard balance. I, I think you have to pin on a certain topic a lot to be seen as an expert to show up and search on that category. And you can't all be from you. That is one thing that Pinterest does kind of track.
1: Mm-hmm.
2: <laughs> Things that come from your own URL don't do as well as from someone else's URL wow. at times, like not all the time, but I can definitely tell in looking at our account when I've talked too much about me <laughs> and not <laughs> enough about other people. So for our account, I think of, I get to talk about me and then I talk about three other people and then I go back to me. So that's kind yeah. of that I
0: like that ratio.
2: 80-20 ratio, but it sounds more manageable when you do it that way. I, I think there's a recent article that it came out from Pinterest themselves about um, advertising and using that. And they actually up that the opposite way. So three you and one the other. So I think there's a playing field that you definitely need to to do. But it can't honestly be all about you. (laughs) Um, If you really want to highlight you, though, then create one board that's a personality board that can be all fun and quotes and pretty and that has nothing to really do with your content, but might be drawing in someone else's eye. I mean, like that's the whole point of those boards is to find someone new um, that might not know about your brand and business and and bring them in. So maybe it's something geographic specific to your area. That you know, I'm I'm helping someone with an account. It's a li- luxury linen account in Italy. Um, you can only talk so much about luxury linen. <laughs> yes. <laughs> so now I'm starting to you know do things about Italy and floral decorations within the house like i obviously if you're willing to purchase that highline thing you really are going to be that luxury travel you are going to be more you know into floral design and that kind of stuff so there are always little things that you could pull in um and again that's where i spend a whole lot of time searching and then i schedule that over time and then i spend more time on me and marketing the brand so there's
1: ways you just have to look and see what common words come up as you search on pinterest that you could relate to that's awesome. And we're running out of time. We probably have only a couple minutes left. But I did want to ask you, Kim, for example, because, you know, we had the new branded content policy with Facebook update and everything that's going on. When it comes to Pinterest, like, do influencers need to disclose that they're pinning for a brand? Yeah. I think from a PR perspective, PR people need to know. You what definitely should. On. Like Pinterest follows the same exact guidelines
2: on any other social platform although they don't call themselves a social platform you need to disclose if you're pinning something based on content um like for me you know i'm hired by brands to create a post about whatever product um and i'm using ad is usually what i use a lot just ad um i don't put the hashtag in because i don't want to get that for <laughs> um or may I, I might use the word sponsored by um, but i you do need to be using them I mean, unfortunately I don't see people using them as much as they are. And I think the more Pinterest starts to promote all these promoted pins, um, Mm -hmm. the more they're going to be more conscious about if someone's not using them. Because obviously they would much rather be doing that campaign with you. Mm -hmm. Um, So using them, yeah. I have two quick
0: questions. Do do we have time? Two quick questions. (laughs) Yeah,
1: we have time. Why don't we do, Lisa, let's do your two two quick questions and then we'll take a question from the audience and then we'll... Call it a day. <laughs> Sounds good.
0: Okay. One is, what's your opinion on group boards? Yes or no? And two is, do you have oh. any um, tips on doing? Like, can we figure out what are, what the competitors are doing? or What's really popular by the competitors? So that on, on Pinterest, mm-hmm. so that we could do something. So like
2: that. we'll start with group boards. I say yes to group boards. That's how we grew our account by partnering with people. I already knew my community would most likely be wanting, you know, to be interested in. The nice part is analytics now tell you who your followers already are following to kind of potentially work with. I think you have to be very strategic and purposeful with the people you choose to pin with. Um, I see these massive group boards and the, the rules are listed in the board description. That's probably not the ideal board for you. First of all, they're taking away prime retail for keywords and saying, you know, you can only pin one time a day or, you know, like why would you want that to show up in search, right? Um, So the thing is you have to find another place to be able to communicate with them, whether it's a Facebook group or email thread or Google doc that you can contact them. And they need to be almost personal connections. You should know who you're pinning alongside. Um, Chances are you should have been pinning their content already and that's how you realize we're in the same kind of pocket together. Um, Because I think they make the best mastermind groups, in all honesty, that's kind of how we've treated ours. Um, We found a couple key topics that we really wanted to be known for, and then started seeing people who wrote about those, and we invited them to the board to be with us. And that's, you know, the board went from 30 to 60, and now it's at 130,000 followers in two years. So it rapidly grew because we realized those people were our content, and we wanted to share Mm -hmm. about it. Um, So they can work, but I I would say definitely find Mm -hmm. groups that are of similar style to you. We all have different pinning styles and you want to love the board when you open it up and be inspired Mm -hmm. by it because you want your community to also be inspired by it. And if you ever join a group board, always make sure to tell your community you did because they won't naturally automatically start following. Even if they've clicked follow all, if it's someone else's group board, they won't see it. So you kind of have to be more vocal. Maybe it's in a newsletter. Hey, we're partnering with so-and-so or, you know, tweeting it out or sharing it. And cross-platform sharing about Pinterest, I think, is key, too. Um, Your newsletter can really help you build up your Pinterest really quickly. You just kind of talk about what's popular over there. Because we already know it's a pretty popular platform um, with a lot of people, 100 million users. So 50% is from other countries. I thought that was interesting. Wow, that's
1: fantastic. That's really interesting data.
2: Second question. You'll have to say it again, Lisa. I'm totally. Oh,
0: just for um to for the to do competitive research using
2: Pinterest. How do right. we see what's working for our competitors is there a way? There's kind of a roundabout way in your analytics. Mm-hmm. If you go over into interest and in your boards and select that, it will tell you all the people that your followers follow. Um so it's kind of like that pocket you fall into. I think you should know who they all are and start really looking at their boards. I would probably start first, though, looking to see what's being pinned from their websites. Um, mm, right. As you we talked about earlier, that's actually more important what's being pinned for from your site. And you can find that by Pinterest slash source slash and then your URL, and that'll tell you what people are pinning from you. If people are oh, not pinning important. from your website, that. you will not grow that much. Yes. Yes. Pinterest. Unfortunately. What you is want them to Pinterest, your- that? Pinterest slash source slash? and then your URL. Um, you want them to be your advocates and share your product or your brand or your business or your blog. Um, that's that's where I've seen the most success. So that's where I'm tracking and seeing what are getting better, click-through rates on their, mm-hmm. their images. And then somehow can I do that with my own spin on it
1: is, is what I would
2: recommend. Thank you. Okay, so I guess Kathy will do the questions. Yeah, and if, if anyone wants
1: to jump in with a you know an, a question... I know that Maria made a comment. Nava made some comments as well. Cindy, um, if anyone has like a you know question, yeah.
0: ask away. Well, Nava
1: said is it important, um is it important
0: um that your business verifies
2: your account? hmm Yes. You definitely should have a a business account and have it verified and have print rich pins installed on your website. Those are must-haves for that penable content and why it's sharing more text within the platform that will help you show up better in search. And also there's a little Pinterest recently, I think about three months ago on mobile, it started showing up follow so-and-so underneath a pin, um, which, you know, why would you not want Pinterest to tell people to follow you? That's awesome. Right. Right. Um, so I am seeing some up? people seeing some jumps in followers because of that, that little choice they made a choice
1: of. So is it tough to get verified? You know, is it like no. as cryptic as, Twitter?
2: like we just, just don't know. They just don't know. No, it's pretty easy. And in fact, that's of all sources, that's my favorite source is to go to Pinterest's business page and look at all their sources. They've got some great guides and videos to watch. Like go to them and get a lot of information. And they're not very, I don't know how do I say it nicely. They don't share as much as I wish they would about all the things that they're creating for users. So go over there and don't be afraid to look and see what they're creating for people. I hope they share more. Do
0: you feel like the rich pins like for example places pins for companies that let's say do travel um, how, how do you see those working or do you have experience with those? You know, I thought Are it those... was a
2: cool feature but I haven't seen it being hugely used by a lot of people. We've got a, a place board pin. Place that's right. Um <laughs> I haven't
0: seen I it like, it's just under it's just not used as much as I like yeah, the opportunity don't there
1: necessarily because
2: yeah. And then I've noticed in the past few months, they added at the bottom geographic locations to your pins, wow. too. So I'm like, I think I know they're playing around with it. So I'm, I'll be watching it closely to see it. I think it has a huge potential for local businesses, because if you're really trying to stand out in the local community, that's that's, I think, where it's going to be the biggest impact. I see. But if you're in the tourism industry, definitely. I would at least have one board that I'm using that on just to test it. Why not? It's free.
0: Okay, here's a question. What's the best way to drive traffic to your Pinterest from other social media, especially
2: for small businesses like Bed and Breakfast or uh, bakeries? Mm -hmm. Um, As I mentioned in your newsletter, maybe letting them know um, maybe there's a certain board you're going to focus on for the season. For me, we have boards broken up into seasons. Hey, I'm starting to build up my summer board for activities for kids. Make sure you're following along. I use like my most popular one. I think using those kind of buzzwords, I do tweet out pins. I think that's a great. Every once in a while, not all of them. It's more when I know it's going to be a good one to grab attention. Um, That pin it for later is a good call to action term that you could use. Um, Google Plus is a place I do always use that, letting people know, please pin it for me. I think it depends on your Facebook account. I have some friends that do really well on their Facebook account using um, pin it and then colon and the URL look at um, toddler approved. Christina does a great job. She's at a million followers. I think she hit that on Facebook and she's sharing two URLs every single time on her account. Um, So I can't help but not notice that, but other people have said it kind of knocks down for them. So, but if you're not a huge, huge account, it wouldn't hurt to try, right? Like. You're not going to kill yourself doing that. So I definitely would try kind of promoting those pins, especially if you're trying new, like you haven't been doing it, or Mm -hmm. if you see things getting kind of standstill and plateauing, I think that's a great way to to build a little bit of buzz in there, especially with summer coming up. There's a lot of topics that you can highlight on your boards, from recipes to activities to travel, Um, you know, dream with your community a little bit and ask them to get inspired. Yeah. Yeah.
0: Nava had one last question. How will the recent purchase of URX change
2: Pinterest? I have no idea. (laughs) I I don't even again I wish I was more geeky and I could put my (laughs) finger on that stuff. I honestly haven't read that much about what you know people are predicting. I wish I could answer that better. I'm sorry. Next time. (laughs) We'll see what happens then. (laughs) (laughs) Next time,
1: right? Next time. (laughs) No, we're definitely gonna have to have round two as well. Yes. Please. I can talk about Pinterest forever. That's awesome. Awesome. I will say Wednesday
2: nights, like you guys are always more than welcome to come. I'll join be there. I'm going to
0: add that to my list for sure.
2: Yeah. For sure. And we have a lot of students actually that come to you, Lisa. Okay. A couple of college professors and yeah, their students to us and they ask away. Yeah. It's pretty fun to see when someone. I,
0: I, I'm going to check, but you, you think, I think you might actually be on the list because oh. one of my projects is a Twitter chat that's and they awesome. get to pick their the one that they want to do. So maybe that's, I mean, hopefully those are my students, but <laughs> if not, next
2: time for sure. I know one's a big Texas, Texas group that joins us, but
1: that's awesome yeah well thank, thank you, you so much well, thank you, really you for joining us. i mean i was so pumped i told lisa I was like i've got the perfect guest she's fantastic oh, yeah. yeah. so Kim. what a
2: fun day to celebrate your birthday kathy so happy birthday yes yes
0: Kathy thank awesome. you guys. so we'll see what happens i like oh, baby, we'll day. Maybe we tomorrow. baby tomorrow, baby tomorrow. <laughs> <laughs> so many things to celebrate yeah. so yes we'll definitely have to do a round two of this and meet us back next week for we'll the digital you. dish and we'll announce our topic in the next couple of days
1: awesome. sounds, sounds great, great. Sounds like thank birthday. you guys thank so ladies. Yeah, bye
0: birthday. thanks everybody yeah. for joining thank us
1: you. thank you so great. much for everyone for joining us and Kim Thank you, Lisa. Thank you. And we'll, uh, yeah, we'll see you guys on the dish. So, ah. Cheers. Bye. Bye.
0: Thank you for listening to this episode of Social PR Secrets. If you like what you heard, check out the book on Amazon or follow our blog at socialprsecrets.com. This episode was sponsored by The Buyer Group a social PR agency striving to keep our balance in the digital world, practicing public relations, social media, and search marketing, while occasionally drinking a glass of wine or two for the best creativity and results. Thank you all for tuning in. If you would like to get a free chapter of Social PR Secrets, go to socialprsecrets.com slash free.